Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fignuts Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 1. Aren't you glad you're here? Overall, this is the 240th episode. I'm Craig. And I am Britt. Craig, welcome to Season 6. We made it, man. Season 6. They said it couldn't be done, but we're here. Who said it couldn't be done? They. Them. The same people that steal your car. They. Who are they? <laughs> what do you mean they blew it up? <laughs> But we're not here alone. Let's bring in our guests because you know what happens at the start of the season, right? What happens? We do composite rankings and we bring in the whole goddamn team. So let me, friends of the universe, let me introduce you to our our contributors who are here today. I'm already, I'm so choked up. I'm already tripping over my words. First, welcome in our most prolific contributor, The Cinch. Hello. Cinch, how are you? Nice to be back. It's nice to be back. Another great season. Where Absolutely. I could pour in all of my time and effort and energy to finish in about fourth place. <laughs> you always make the playoffs in our league, and then you lose to me, but that's not your fault. <laughs> Speaking of people who lose to me, let's bring in our other contributor. Everybody, welcome back our friend Sean. Hello. Hello. How are you doing, everybody? Sean, are you ready for another season of fantasy football? Oh, definitely. Can't wait to kick butt. Awesome. Awesome. So... I'm I'm pleased to say I beat everybody on this podcast last year in our home league. It was an he exciting, did. exciting time. God damn it. I'm very happy. It doesn't happen very often, so I'm excited about it. But we have so much to cover because this is the first week of our four-week review of our composite rankings. And then two roundtables. We have so much to get to, so let's just jump right in. Let's start with our guest, Cinch. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a paralysis. From Northway Brewing. That's oh, which, one that you, you gave me. Oh. You did. And know, it's very good. This is a, it's a bright coffee nose, hints of vanilla and dark chocolate, lingering black coffee finish. I like it. Yeah, I, I knew you would because you're you're more of a stouter person than I am uh, when it comes to the beers. And uh, you like the coffee stuff, too, much like Craig. I gave Craig a can of that, too. And Craig also enjoyed it. I believe he had it last week. It was good. It was very good. Oh, that's fantastic. They're up by they're up in Lake George, the Lake George region, and I just love going up there. Sean, what are you drinking tonight? I am taking a break from beer, but I, I do have a craft cocktail from Cutwater Pina Colada. You're drinking a canned cocktail? Yes, I am. It is thirteen percent, so nice. And suddenly, every one of too, his rankings, I feel like, needs to be questioned. Too bad, too bad you didn't have any of that uh, scotch I left at your house. It's too hot. I needed something it's nice hot. and. It's too hot outside. I needed something nice and cool, yeah. and uh, feel like yeah, I'm a. That makes sense. Pina colada, baby. Okay, <laughs> Craig, what are you drinking? Uh, so tonight I have a new beer. It's a beer that you gave me. This is from uh-huh. Common Roots. It's called Mom's Calling. And they're oh. using they're using the phone icons on it. It is a yes. six and a, six and a half uh, percent. New and, England and that IPA. Was, that was one of their most popular one. That's an Earth Day beer. Um, they they brew it every year in in honor of Earth Day. And Mom's calling because Mom is supposed to be Mother Earth calling oh. to let us know that climate change is an issue. Oh, I guess. Excuse it now. me, I just had to clear my throat there. So. Uh, so I so the first the first real big decision of the season I'm going to put on the table right now. I have two cans of beer here. Okay. And one needs to be opened now, and one will be opened, at, I'm sure, later in the episode. So I have a can here of 
the classic Two Roads Road to Ruin Double IPA. And I also have a can of Counterweight's Crucial Mass. Ooh. So a quick poll of the group. Which wow. one gets opened first? I'm going to say I'm going to say Road to Ruin. Um, just, you know, because it's traditional. Sean? Counterweight. Oh, Sean's got to break the tie. <laughs> I'm going traditional. I'm going to our uh, Road to Ruin. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor us. Yeah, but he's drinking a pina colada. I mean, how serious do we take it? <laughs> are any of your beers 13%? I don't think so. I mean, I have some in my fridge that are, but that's in my fridge. Yeah, seriously, what are you drinking next? A Midori Sour? <laughs> let's go. All right, let's move on. So Burning Hot takes time. <laughs> Contributors, who would like to go first? I'll do it. Sage, okay. what question do you have for the group tonight? My Burning Hot take question is... Is Trey Lance any good? No. Craig? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> Sean? I say uh, he'll be decent because he's going to run a lot. You only allowed one word. Did you not hear how that worked? It's no, maybe. So, no he joking. For Honestly, I, I don't know what to make of Trey Lance. I have him ranked really low. Uh, Craig, Craig, Cinch, and I all have him low. Sean, actually, when we get to the rankings, you'll hear exactly where he is. But Sean has him the highest out of all of us. So Sean actually has him on the, the cusp of being a QB1, solid QB2. I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of him. Do we even know if he's definitely starting? No, because technically Jimmy Garoppolo is still a 49er. <laughs> so. Everything you hear coming out of there says that Lance is the quarterback. Garoppolo hasn't been anywhere near there yet. He's been excused from all of the camps. That's because he had had Uh, surgery. Yes, but they've also said out loud that they are going to trade him. And the only rumor I've heard is Seattle. And it's not common for the Niners in Seattle to make trades, especially with a quarterback. Yeah, that's after all, they have Drew Locke, so they don't need help. (laughs) Uh, Seattle. Seattle has Drew Locke. (laughs) 0-17. Oh that, that wasn't English. Try that again. 0-17, baby. There you go. Who? Seattle. We'll talk about the Bears later. Wow. So it begins, did, did, folks. So it begins. Did Sean just say that Seattle is not going to win a single game this year? He did. There's he, a burning hot take for he you. He implied that. Is, that. is that the burning hot take you want to put out there, or do you have something else for me tonight? Oh, I do have something else. Well, go for it, then. Uh, that I mean. That's my that's my statement. 0-17 for them. Um, but my uh, hot take is, what QB wide receiver combo do you want to stack this year? Are you really you really want me to answer that? Like you don't know already? <laughs> <laughs> yes, seriously. <laughs> Put it out there for everybody to hear. Everybody knows that Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen is a Craig is a Craig fave. Duh. <laughs> Uh, clearly, it's going to be two and Tyreek Hill. So I don't know. That's <laughs> if you have those two, you're winning your league. You're winning. You're winning leagues that you're not even in. So get, for people who don't know that you're a Bengals, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, so I'm sorry, yeah. sorry. So it would be for me. It would be Burrow and Chase. I'm actually interested to hear Cinch's answer on this. I'm gonna. I, I have two quick ones because I'm not sold on either one. The first one that comes to mind for me would be Derek Carr, and. I'm blanking. Best wide receiver. Devontae Adams. Thank you. 
I'm in a quarterback state of mind. So that would be my first one because Adams, in my opinion, is the best wide receiver. And I think that travels wherever he goes. He'll catch it. He'll break a tackle. He'll outrun someone. The other one that I had in the back of my mind was Josh Allen and, not Diggs, Gabriel Davis. Davis. Gabe Davis. That's That's the the second one that I have. There's been so much Gabe Davis love out there. It's it's yeah, I can't argue that. I, I was actually going to go with Allen and Diggs just because there's been so much motion. Hill and Mahomes used to be a really good answer. Um, Rodgers and Adams used to be a really good answer. And that, excuse me, the entire world got blown apart. Um, and all of a sudden you're like, well, what the hell am I left with? Mahomes is throwing to Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, am I gonna? Am I supposed to go Allen Rogers to Allen? I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers to Allen Lazard. I mean, is that what I'm supposed to freaking talk about with a stack? So it's for me. It's either Allen to Diggs, or it's Stafford to Cup, because I do think that as as many weapons as they have there, that's still going to be very very viable. Sean, you got to answer your own question. Your answer is it's Fields to Pringle, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um... I, I mean, it might be not a shocker to you considering where I ranked them, but I wouldn't mind Dak and Lamb. Uh, I think that idea. My my mid tier one would probably be like Wilson and Sutton. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um. All right. So wait a minute. Where are we on, on questions? I've lost track of who went. So Sean went. Cinch hasn't asked his yet, has he? I went first. He went first. Okay, it was Craig, memorable. You're up then. Uh, yep. So for me, uh, the news came out today that Le'Veon Bell is not going to play football this year because he's going to focus on boxing. Uh, really is any, does anyone think Le'Veon Bell is actually going to play football ever again? I don't even care at this point. I mean, everything that has happened in this guy's life, essentially, since he did the Dairy Queen stunt has just been, look at me, look at me. I'm Le'Veon Bell. Why isn't anybody looking at me? Mommy, mommy, look what I can do. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. It just, I'm. It, it's a sideshow. It's not even interesting to me anymore. So I'm moving on from it. I, I would say I agree with that. I, him, uh, Bell, and Antonio Brown can go beat each other up in a ring all they want. You know, I'm done with both of them. Cinch, did he even play last season? Technically, like he, how how yeah. many games did Bell play? He didn't play that many games. He was on a roster. <laughs> I mean, was he a chief? Well, he was a chief. He was a jet. For a while, not last year, but Hold on I just don't now. think he hasn't been a factor at all since, since he left the, the Steelers, the Dairy Queen, since <clears throat> he, since he held out and did the Dairy Queen thing, and yeah, okay, yeah. goodbye. We'll we'll try so, and remember to miss you. So <laughs> along the lines of what Cinch was just saying, I'm gonna let me tell you the story of Le'Veon Bell. In 2017, he had 1,200 yards for the rushers and carried the ball a league-leading 321 times. Okay. That led to a contract dispute where he sat out the entirety of 2018 before signing with the Jets in 2019. He found out that playing for a worse team means you do worse, and he then signed with Kansas City in 2020. Only thing is, he didn't do so good in Kansas City, so he ended up going to the Jets. Again, or did he come back from the Jets? It likes it makes it sound. Oh, he played nine games. Okay, so went to the Jets to Kansas City, and didn't go great. Last year, he split the season. He spent five games in Baltimore, where he started zero games, 
and had 31 touches for 83 yards, racking up a 2.7 yards per attempt uh, a number, and then ended up in Tampa because he tried to get another ring where he carried the ball a total of eight times in three games. Damn. For a 2.3 yard per rush. He has not averaged more than four yards a rush since he was in Kansas City in 2020. And he hasn't had anything. He hasn't had a, he's had, well, he's had touchdowns. He had two touchdowns in Baltimore. He's irrelevant. Good. good. Go box. If that's what you want to do, go box. Cause I'm done. And this is why you can't hold out for a year. After that year, he had, he was done. Right. Didn't, yeah. And, and, and that's a great point. Cause didn't all we hear about that year was like, he's had a year off. You can't put the regular running back like label on him. He's had a year to get better. He's had a year to go ahead and work in the room. I don't know why I sound like Jesse Ventura when I talk like this, but <laughs> he just sounds like. But that, that was that was that was the that was the narrative, right? He's going to he's going to New York. He's only twenty seven. New York isn't good, but they're up and coming, and he plays in fifteen games, rushes for seven hundred and eighty nine yards and three touchdowns. He wasn't the answer. No. They didn't have the line that Pittsburgh had. Beware of giving the running back a second contract. Yeah, right? I mean, that's essentially what it comes down to. Particularly after you made him carry the ball 320 times. Well, I think that was done intentionally because they had no plans of giving him a second contract. So run him into the ground and then, okay, go on your way. We don't care. More the reason that Pittsburgh is a terrible place to play football. They don't care about you, Le'Veon Bell. They made you carry the ball 320 yards and didn't care about your health. There, I said it. And more of the reason why you don't let your sons grow up to be running backs. Don't let your kids grow up to be running backs. And McCaffrey, <laughs> God damn it, why? Never get paid. <laughs> and the Heinz Corporation agrees with you, Britt. That's right. They left. <laughs> so, I, so, by the way, so for folks listening to this, every contributor here gets a 20-second timeout for a side. I'm going to use mine right now. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I haven't even asked my burning hot take, but Hines backs out of being the spot. Why? If I, I think Pittsburgh, I, I, I've been on record. The Steelers, are I don't believe they're a strong organization. I have serious issues with their organization, but they're still like on TV all the time. Why wouldn't Hines want to re-up the stadium? I don't know. It's like, do, well, do rumor they, has it. They know something. R- <laughs> rumor has it that they want to go and sponsor the Jets. Since they now have sauce on their roster. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm missing the joke. <laughs> the Jets some... drafted sauce. I, with the gardener? Sauce gardener. Oh, that's yes. right. That guy's nickname is Sauce. Okay. <laughs> you know what? And don't forget, too, Hines has been up the rear end of Patrick Mahomes forever since they found out that he puts ketchup on everything. <laughs> there's so, that. <laughs> there's that, too. All right, so my, my burning hot take. So we're going to talk about quarterback rankings today, and there was an acquisition this week by Sean's beloved Bears with Nikhil Harry going to the Bears. <laughs> Yay? Here, here's my question. Here, it just, and this is a simple yes or no. You can give me more information if you want, because every time I say the answer is yes or no, I get two yeses or no, and then Sean goes, well, you know, when I look at the statistics, you can go ahead. It's all right. Does this improve Justin Fields' outlook for 2022 from a fantasy perspective? <laughs> it's your laughing, so you start. <laughs> yeah, no. 
Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I got cracked up since portion is done. <laughs> Craig, bail him out. What what would you think? Justin Fields, does this help Justin Fields at all? No. No. <laughs> does not help his he's just gonna run the same amount. <laughs> now, Sean, we hope we know you hope this helps Justin Fields, but taking off your bear's head for a second, does this help Justin Fields? Do I have to be just a yes or no here? No, you can you can I as I said, you can give more detail on this one, yes. I, Considering what he has there, it it should help anything because he had nothing. Equinus St. Brown is our third um, wide receiver or the rookie that we just drafted in the fourth, third, fourth round. I don't even know what round it was anymore. So, I mean, he's got to do something, right? I mean, you got to figure he's going to be one of the, the second or third option. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, did you just say they had nothing there, a wide receiver? They took Byron Pringle. Uh, and they drafted a, 20, a 25-year-old rookie wide receiver. Did, yeah, but you, you know how it is with Pringle. Once you start getting wide receivers, you can't stop. That's right. right. That's right. Wow. But, but, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, did you realistically just say they had nothing when you stole my favorite wide receiver <laughs> in free agency? No. I said the third. Equimus St. Brown is our third. So he's got to be at least the third option, if not the second. You know, you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so where, where is Pringle? Is he, he would the be first second. option? No. So That's you're telling me that Nikhil Harry wow. is better than Byron Pringle? Wow. Wow. Beer goggles on, yes. I got to hope. You're oh, not drinking okay. beer. Man. Well, I want to thank Sean for joining us. I'm going to go ahead and mute his channel at this point. Thank you so much for joining us, Sean. Everything you say, between this and the cocktail, you're fired. Good you're thing fine. we don't you pay brought a, You brought a cocktail. We, we don't pay them anyway. You, you brought a cocktail to a beer podcast, and then you insulted Byron Pringle. Let, let me tell you real quick about N. Keel Harry. Yeah, please save us here, because I'm going down a rabbit hole. He can't get separation. He can't get open. If you throw it to him, there's a chance he could make the catch because he's a big, strong guy. Maybe he could fight for the rebounding and make the catch. He is never going to be anything in the NFL. Mm. Wow. Okay. And that's coming from a Patriots fan, folks. <laughs> he knows him better than I do, so. Yeah, but you don't know Byron Pringle, so that's fine. <laughs> so, all right. Let's move on from burning hot takes because, believe it or not, we're already a third of the way through the episode and we still have to talk about quarterbacks. This is season six for us, folks. If you're listening to us for the first time, welcome to the Football Fignets podcast. It is usually two of us, but during the preseason, we do all four of us so we can talk about rankings, and Sean can openly insult one of my favorite players. <laughs> um, there are two things you don't do on this podcast, and the first thing is you don't insult Byron Pringle. The second thing you don't do is you don't insult uh, Blake Bortles, because Blake Bortles <laughs> is our Lord and Savior. And That's right. <laughs> Blake, but yeah, Blake Bottles is the only reason he's not playing football is because he's out there saving souls. Okay, that's just the that's just the simple fact. All right, but for those of you who are new to our podcast, we just want to give you like a quick glimpse at who we are. Um, so I'll start because I'm the one who came up with the quick idea of doing a quick 10 second bio here. Um, my name is Britt. I have been doing fantasy sports now for uh, over 30 years, um, and I am one of the founders and co principals of this podcast. I am the inventor of what we call the metric, 
which is just a fancy way of saying we figure out where points are in DFS. So my expertise is in DFS predictions. Craig, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Uh, so for me, my name is Craig. I've been playing fantasy football probably for like, what, a year or two less than Brit. Um, I joined the home league roughly. Uh, with him, roughly. My first quarterback draft ever was uh, Warren Moon. So here you can take that for what it's worth. Um, and really what I do, I actually am the other co-founder of this podcast, which was done over a beer that doesn't exist anymore, but we won't get into that. And, and Craig was the guy who said, why don't we do a podcast? <laughs> I was. Uh, and for what I do, what for me, I'm not, Brit is more, Brit is the numbers guy, clearly. Uh, for me, I'm kind of, I'm the one that like notices, trends. I don't even know the right, trends, trends is a good word trends. to use. That, yeah, that's the word I always um, and just things that some people don't consider when thinking about uh, fantasy, like, you know, who gets hurt on defense, because that makes a giant difference. So there. I'm going to do I'm going to do Sean's segment right now. Sean has been in fantasy f- uh, football for over 25 years and hates Byron Pringle. Cinch, why don't you give us your bio now? <laughs> Hi, I'm Cinch and I'm an addict. Uh, <laughs> I wake up Sunday morning and I put on pregame shows from about nine to one. I watch football from one until about eleven. And then I go to sleep, and then Monday I put on the game, and Thursday I put on the game. And <laughs> so I've been doing fantasy f- football for a long time like you guys, and, and I don't know. I guess, I guess what I add is that I listen to podcasts all day long, every day, listening to every football thing I could get my ears on. So I guess that's what I bring. Cinch, Cinch absorbs a lot of knowledge in addition to the fact that he's been a football fan for when did you start following football? Not even fantasy, but football. 1982 ish. So there's there's yep. 40 years of football experience there and a guy who is constantly sponging in new material. All right, now let's really go to Sean and see if he can <laughs> find a way to insult Byron Pringle a second time. Yeah, I'm Sean. Uh, I've been doing, uh, as Britt said, fantasy football for over 25 years uh doing it from you know email and newspapers as everybody else here too uh and i am a draft junkie i i, I want to do a draft all the time oh my god i yes. want because <laughs> and uh you know i'm the guy that will find that late round home run so well yes but you can't trust him when he says he found a late round home run because he's poo-pooing Byron Pringle and he's drinking cocktails. So I'm just saying. Um, uh, but that, uh, and then Saint, the, uh, when uh, Omar Ross ate Brown last year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let yeah. the silence hang there. I'm gonna, no, don't <laughs> let it hang for like five seconds right now. That In our home air. league, I drafted him, so I don't know what you're talking about, Sean. Yeah, that dead air signifies that no one should be taking credit for Amon St. Amon St. Brown. I can't even say his name. I'm opening my second beer. I'm just, I'm just saying. The fifth member of our team, who you will not hear from because he has contractual obligations with his day job. He has only been on this podcast once. Once in six once. years, and that is the source. Why is he called the source? Because the source operates like this shadowy figure in the background. He sometimes gives us beers to review, and sometimes he just like sends us a message like, San Francisco is favored defensively. It's an over-under <laughs> of only 41, and that game's only going to be like 22 points. And we get So his expertise is betting. Yes. So what we do is we bring a little bit of all of it 
to you folks so that we can get uh, a well-rounded podcast here. You're going to get good draft advice. You're going to get good in-season advice. During the season, we really focus on DFS. But during the preseason, for the next two months, we're going to focus almost solely on drafting. Which brings us to our main topic. Oh, my God. Half our time's gone. I wasted too much time. <laughs> our QB rankings. So I'm going to run down our, our, our QB rankings. Each of the four contributors that are legally allowed to contribute have rankings in here. The source does not um, because he's a shadowy figure that only exists in children's nightmares. But <laughs> right now, I'm going to run down our top 10 quarterbacks from 1 through 10. What the hell was that? Like Anybody else hear that? I did. Sound like okay. a car. We'll go with it. <laughs> I thought I thought someone just like picked up a guitar and started ripping. I'm like, wow, we're getting fancy. <laughs> All right. So number one we have is uh, uh, Justin. Uh, Justin. All right. I'm only on my first beer. Number one is Josh Allen. Every single one of our our contributors had him at number one overall. Number two is Patrick Mahomes. There was some debate here. What was the tiebreaker between Patrick Mahomes and number three, Justin Herbert? was his median ranking. Craig is a little bit further down on Mahomes than everybody else, but a couple of us had Mahomes at two, and only one of us had Herbert at two. So we've got Allen at one, Mahomes at two, Herbert at three, Lamar Jackson at four. Sean will have to do some explaining about that. Number five we have is Joe Burrow. Craig is going to have some answering to do about that. Number six we have is Aaron Rodgers, and that was interesting too because one of us rated Rodgers really low, and we'll talk about that in a minute as well. We have Matt Stafford at seven, Derek Carr at eight, Kyler Murray at nine, my fault. and number 10 is Russell Wilson. So the top 10. So let's talk really quickly about looking at this. You guys all did your own rankings. I took it in, threw it into an Excel spreadsheet, did some fancy math, and came up with this list. Is there a name in this top 10 that you're surprised at? Because I'll tell you right off the bat, my surprise number, my surprise is Russell Wilson. Changing teams and going to Denver, there's only one quarterback that's gone to Denver in the last 30 years that's actually done something, and that was Peyton Manning, and Russell Wilson is not Peyton Manning. So Russell Wilson at 10 was shocking to me. Where were you guys shocked with the, how the top 10 panned out? Like, Give me one name you're like, I can't believe we ranked that guy that high. Let's start with Cinch. I would go with Kyler Murray, not because he's not talented, but I've seen enough to know that I don't believe he could stay healthy. And that's fair. That's fair. Craig, who were you shocked with ending up in the top 10? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, same thing. I'm going to go with Kyler Murray because there's just too much drama in Arizona and who knows what the, what's his name? We're not on receivers. If what's his name is going to play, if he's going to get hurt. What the hell's the receiver? Hollywood Hopkins? Brown. Hopkins, thank you. Hopkins suspended the first six weeks. See, so yeah, I, so I, don't, I don't know. I, I still think he should go back to baseball. Who? Hopkins? <laughs> no, no, no. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Oh, okay. Sean, who shocked you in the top 10? I'm shocked with uh, Derek Carr. Tell you the truth. I mean, you know, everyone's in love. I mean, I think he's going to do good. I think he's going to be. Uh, Close to a number one QB, you know, in that I, I, 10 or 12, 11 range. But number eight, that is definitely shocking to me. I, I think we, uh, everyone's like, oh, my God, look at what he's got now. It's still Derek Carr. All right, so now a follow-up question that's probably the same answer. Of those 10 guys, is there a guy on there that different than the one you just named? 
that you're like, this guy is not going to make the top 10. Because for me, it's Derek Carr. I have Derek Carr ranked at nine, and I would not be shocked if he drops out, out into like the 15 to 20 range personally. But let's go backwards on this one. Well, we'll shift over. Let's let's start with Craig. You said Kyler Murray is the one you were surprised. Do you think there's somebody else in here that's not going to be top 10? Uh, let me just look really quick. <clears throat> and it's okay to say, no, Kyler Murray's the one bad guy here. That's fine if that's what you think. I think oh, Kyler Murray's my first, um, first option. Second would be Russell Wilson, but I, I'm still leaning towards Kyler Murray. Go on. Other uh, than Carr, is there somebody here who shocks you? I mean, or, or you think it's not going to make the top 10? It doesn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me if he's in the top 10, but I think he's going to go down a little bit, is Matt Stafford. Um you know, they, they, they've got their running back back. I think they're going to run a little bit more. There's always, you know, I mean, Cup had such a great year. I think there's going to be a little bit of regression there. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Stafford fell to like 11 or 12. So funny story about that. I was listening to The Guru this week. Because if you're, if you're fans of this, you know I listen to The Guru a lot. And... Um, I'm drawing a blank on the name, but there's an orthopedic surgeon who used to be an offensive lineman in the NFL. No joke. He's a retired offensive lineman who became an orthopedic surgeon. And he said the player that worries him most this year is Cam Akers. And Guru was like, if this guy says it, I believe it. So I'm not convinced. Who's that? Somebody else chimed in. I'm sorry. I said, okay. All right. That was I. I just I'm, I'm there. I'm. It's weird there. I just I think Cam Akers is not going to be Cam Akers. I just I just don't think it. Cinch, is there anybody in the top ten that you're like this guy is not going to be top ten? I I have the same answer as Craig. I think Kyler Murray is. I, I don't trust him to be a top ten. And Russell Wilson, new to a new team, new receivers, too much of an unknown. I could see him playing well, but not not top ten. Is there anybody here who's a value to you? You look at this and you say, this guy's going to slide in the list. Let's start with, uh, let's start with uh, Sean on this. Is there somebody in the top 10 that you're looking at and you're saying to yourself, this is not a guy who's going to go early, but I want to jump on when I can? I, looking at ADP, I mean, Derek Carr is going to go way after a lot of these other quarterbacks, even the ones that we haven't mentioned. Yeah. So he's going to be a value. Uh, This group apparently, but he's going to be a value. Um, It might change as we get closer to the season, you know, hype and stuff changes that ADP. But right now Derek Carr is is definitely going after a lot of these guys. Um, In our group, uh, Dak Prescott, I think is going to be a value to – you know, someone like me that is going to be like, all right, no one's going to take him. I'll wait and grab him later and grab some other uh, running backs, wide receivers that are going to help me earlier because they're going to just let him slide. Wrong answer because Dak Prescott has not entered our top to up 10. So therefore, that is a invalid answer. That's why you drink craft cocktails. Cinch, <laughs> is there anybody in the top 10 who you look at as a value? Well, I think Derek Carr is the value because I don't think he goes as high in the draft as these other players. I ranked him as high as I did because I think he has the best targets of any quarterback in the league. He's got one of the top two or three tight ends. He's got, in my opinion, the best wide receiver. 
He's got uh, a slot receiver in Hunter Renfro that's as good as any other team's slot receiver, and his running backs are solid. In addition to, he has a new offensive-minded coach in Josh McDaniels, and that's why I think Derek Carr could have a, a boost this year and be more of a hero than he was last year. It has nothing to do with the fact that you're, he's your dark horse pick for MVP on betting sites, right? Well, I, it's like I said, when you're picking an MVP, you've gotta, you can't just say Mahomes. You're not, it's not worth anything to pick Mahomes. Sure. I'm not telling you Carr is better than Allen or Mahomes. I'm just saying for the money, he's the best bet right now for the money if you're looking to bet MVP. Fair enough. I'm going to jump in before I give it to Craig. The guy who I think is going to go underdrafted here and be a value in the long run is Matt Stafford. I know a lot of people think he might slide back a little bit. I think Matt Stafford is in a position where he is going to have another big statistical year. And I think that he's in the right place. He's got weapons all around him. Even if Cam Akers is healthy, I think he's going to be fantastic. So I agree. I think Stafford is going to slide a little deeper. You might see him in round seven or eight, depending on your draft format. And if he's there at seven or eight, I'm probably going to grab him over Carr or Murray or Wilson. And hey, no one's been a bigger stand on Kyler Murray than me. I love Kyler Murray. I've drafted him like two of the last three years. I love him. I would take Matt Stafford over him this year in a heartbeat. Craig, where do you see value in this top 10 list? Uh, So for me, I'm going to have to agree with Cinch and Sean. It would be Derek Carr. The biggest thing for me, <clears throat> and you saw this in Cincinnati, Derek Carr is playing with the receiver who he played with before, and that is, that's like a giant thing that I think people overlook. People yeah. are like, well, who cares? Doesn't really matter. It does matter because receivers and quarterbacks need timing and they need to know each other. And if they don't have it, like look at Matt Stafford when Odell Beckham became a Ram, like it didn't work for a couple but- weeks. How much of that is Odell, though? I mean, I, well, yeah, but I just as an example, um, yeah. But like receivers and quarterbacks need to know each other's timing and like what they're mm-hmm. going to do in what situation. And I think Derek Carr gets that back with Devontae Adams. All right, really quick around the horn because we're running out of time already. And we're only a fraction of the way through the list. Quarterbacks in the top ten, you're avoiding. For me, it's Kyler Murray, Sean. Uh... Uh, I'm probably going to go with uh, Matt Stafford. Craig. Sorry, I was drinking. Uh, It's going to be Kyler Murray. Cinch. Kyler Murray. Okay. So now let's move on to our 11 through 20. So Dak Prescott comes in at number 11, and this is a hot topic amongst (laughs) us. Sean's in trouble. Because we got guys as high as 6, and we got guys as low as 14. So Dak Prescott comes in at number 11. Number 12 is Jalen Hurts. I didn't even know he was still in the league, but that's beside the point. Number 13 is Tom Brady, blame cinch. Number 14 is Matt Ryan because he's still playing in the league and he's still got an arm. Number 15 is Kirk Cousins for the same reason as Matt Ryan, only he's Kirk Cousins. Number 16 is Trevor Lawrence. Number 17, we have Ryan Tannehill. Number 18, we have Mac Jones. Number 19 is Trey. I might be starting, but who knows because Jimmy Garoppolo is still here at Lance. And number 20, for reasons that will be absolutely unknown to me, is Tua Tagliavoa. <laughs> Let's talk about our first off, Tua Tagliavoa. I did not even put him in my top 20. And we have two contributors who did. Cinch put him at 18. 
Sean put him at 18. Craig put him at 23. I'm going to give you guys three minutes. I'm going to shut up. Defend the fact that you just put Tua Tagliavoe into the top 20. They <laughs> Crickets. They, they, made it, they made it to where it's the kind of offense that he can uh, he can operate. They're gonna they're gonna do immediate to short passes. They're gonna let Hill and Waddle take it and run, and that he's gonna get a lot more yardage just because of the wide receivers that he has in Waddle and and Hill. Um, Gasecki is not a bad tight end; he's pretty good, and the running yeah, that's where that comes a little bit. You know, the running game is gonna open it up a lot for them, but. They're going to be trailing a lot anyway, so who cares? They're going to be passing. Cinch. <laughs> Simple. If it works, he could jump way up. He's got Tyree Kill. He's got Waddle. Those are two guys that if they catch a five-yard pass, can turn it into a 75-yard touchdown. They've got Jaziki, who's a good tight end as far as receiving goes. He's not, not a blocker. He's not a real tight end. He's a, a big wide receiver. They've got... Solid running back contribution, and they have a new head coach who was an assistant in San Francisco, and he made their offense work where they didn't really, no one knew who Debo was a year ago. They thought, well, maybe he could do something, and he exploded last year. So if they could do the same kind of things with Tyree Kill and Waddle that they did with Debo last year in San Francisco, I'm not saying it's likely to happen, but if it happens, Tua could jump up. Craig, you want to say anything before I jump back in? Uh, for me, really, it's the same thing. He has receivers that can break away quick, but personally, I'm avoiding him just because of his because a he's on Miami, and b he has a very long injury history list, and I'm just gonna stay away from it. I'm just, having the fastest wide receiver in the league doesn't matter when you can't throw the ball downfield, and I've yet to see anything from Tua. That says to me he can throw the ball downfield. Spoiler alert: Number twenty-one is Jameis Winston. I'll take him again. I'll take him ahead of Tua. Number twenty-two is Justin Fields. I will take him against ahead of Tua. Number twenty-three is Zach Wilson and his crazy mom. I will take him <laughs> ahead of Tua. Now I'll stop there because twenty-four is Carson Wentz and twenty-five is Daniel Jones, and I'm not insane. I'm just a beer and a half in. But I, I, I just, I, I have got. To, there are certain players you have to see it to believe it. And Tua Tagliavoa is one of those guys. Until Tua has a year, well, yeah, but you're going to be behind the Tua train. That's fine. I am absolutely happy being behind the Tua train because I've won championships with freaking Kyler Murray. And I don't <laughs> need to be on the Tua train to win a championship. That's not where I win my championships. I, I can't. All right. So once again, we got Prescott, Hurts, Brady at 13. We got Ryan, Cousins, Lawrence, Tannehill at 17, Mac Jones at 18, Trey Lance at 19, and then for reasons that are a mystery to me, we have Tua at 20. Going around the horn, which one of these guys is most likely to outperform their ranking? <clears throat> Let's start with Craig here. Um, Let me just look at this list really quick again. I don't know if you can see it highlighted, no, but I highlighted I, it. I can see it. Yep, there you go. Thank you. Uh, really, you know what? I think Matt Ryan is going to be the dark horse in this list. I think he has 
there's pieces in place in Indy where I think Matt Ryan can do really well. So I think he's gonna he's gonna have a better year than people expect. Sean. Uh, Go ahead, Sean. Gonna... Defend it. Go ahead, defend him. Your wife's already mad at you, so. <laughs> I mean, I think that cross that Dak Prescott <laughs> is definitely going to be in, and he's definitely going to be. Um... And gunshot noise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, si- sidebar: that. Sean's wife is a uh, Giants fan. Lawrence, Rabbit. I think he can be definitely uh, better than 16th uh, in our list. I think he, you know, he's a better quarterback than what he was given the opportunity to be last year um just because you know urban meyer but um i think trevor lawrence can definitely be a, a big step up um but i think dak prescott is gonna be uh, he'll i'll take him once you guys let him slide all the way down so trevor like trevor lawrence trevor lawrence is a 22 year old version of ryan Tannehill. i'm just gonna say that go ahead cinch well you know ranking the quarterbacks was really difficult because you have the top tier, and then the second and third tier kind of blend together. Mm. Uh, I could see Jalen Hurts just with his running ability breaking up into the top ten. Tom Brady hasn't lost anything yet. He could still throw it deep. He could hit the the sideline throws. And all they want to do is throw the ball in every down, so he could be up in the top ten. Matt Ryan finally has a good offensive-minded head coach. He could go back up in the top ten. You say Dak Prescott, Sean. I say Kirk Cousins has the same exact numbers for their career. And he has an offensive-minded head coach. And I think everything in Minnesota got really stale. And now with the new head coach, I could see the Vikings taking a jump. So really, a lot of these guys could potentially jump into the top 10. So I'm going to jump in there because I agree. Here's my issue with Kirk Cousins. Every year for like the last four years, I have come on here and been like, this is the year Kirk Cousins could break out. Mm. I specifically remember saying at one point the sentence, Stefan Diggs is emerging and Kirk Cousins is going to ride him to the playoffs. I, I can't with Kirk Cousins anymore. I can't. I can't. I'm emotionally spent on Kirk Cousins. <laughs> hey, yep. And I felt that way about Matt Ryan last season. Now he's somewhere else. I'm like, okay, if he can shift the skill set, I like Matt Ryan. I, I really like Matt Ryan as a kind of a sleeper slash value here. They're going to ride all the way. Say that again because you broke out. Stop said, moving your gonna, head when you talk. They're going to ride uh, t- JT all the way. They're not going to run as – they're not going to pass as much as you think. I mean, I Justin think – Justin Timberlake? JT Snow. Oh, so you got you got to be more clear. JT to the pop to, to the general population is Justin Timberlake. Just so you know, Taylor. Okay, Taylor in 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 um in Indianapolis. Okay, thank you, thank you on that. Yeah, t- I know I already said I'm not going to do a quick sidebar. Listen, all of you, do not send me rankings with number five is Smith because. <laughs> it, like, like, which Smith? And it drives me nuts. And, and Sean just did it. That's why I'm like pointing it out. But I did write on our and I did write on our rankings. I did like a, a, a first initial on some of them. So on some of them. <laughs> well, the Craig, ones that have the same last name, same last name. I did it. All right, Craig. Who do you like as a value here in the eleven to twenty range? Uh, eleven twenty range. I'm still to go with Matt Ryan. I think. <clears throat> 
I think he's going to okay. drop way down from people's lists, and I think he's uh, he's he will be valuable this year. Okay. Did I hit everybody there? Did I miss anybody? All oh, good. Beer and half in. Okay, good. good. All right. I want to focus in right now on the 16 to 20 bracket because that's Trevor Lawrence, Ryan Tannehill, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, and Tua. You know what? I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to go 16 through 22 because 21 is Jameis Winston, 22 is Justin Fields. If you take Tannehill out because he's been around forever, and, you t- and I'm going to leave just Jameis Winston in because of due to injury and change of teams. I'm looking for a breakout performance. Can I make a suggestion? You can use your 22nd. Go for it. All right. I think, I think you should add Zach Wilson in there because then you have Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and Zach Wilson, and Mac Jones, which are all, and Trey Lance, which are all the top five of last year. Okay, I, I, I acknowledge that. I just don't know why I'm adding in a jet, I guess is my question. But <laughs> I acknowledge you're right. He, he does technically fit this question. Which of these guys is most likely to break out? Which one of these guys is going to go zero to hero? And I'm going I'm, I'm to take Tannehill out because Tannehill could outperform. I'm not just talking about outperform. I'm talking about this guy goes from, huh, all right, he's a QB2 to, oh, my God, He's top five next year. And these are all young guys, right? Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Tua for the most part, Jameis for the most part, Justin Fields, and Zach Wilson are all really young. I just want to go around the horn. Which one of these guys is most likely to be breakout in 2022? So we're talking about him in 2023. Let's start with Cinch. Well, the answer is Trey Lance. I'm not saying I believe it. But if we were grading him on what we've seen from him, he would be the 31st or 32nd starting quarterback. The idea that they traded up San Francisco, gave up like every first round pick for a couple of years just to move up high enough to draft him. I I have to trust that they know what they were doing. And I have to trust that the few passes that I saw Trey Lance throw were a fluke. And if he could run like Hertz did last year, and mix in the passing, as far as fantasy goes, he could pop up to be a top five. Craig, your thoughts? Uh, So for me, I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence now that Urban Meyer is gone. I think he was just in a horrible situation there when he got drafted. Uh, I think this is a good year for him to right himself. My issue with Trey Lance is going to be the same thing with with Justin Fields, I feel like these teams are going to try to turn them into Lamar Jackson and make them run all the time. And the, that doesn't always work. And it, you know, it leads to quarterback injuries at times. And uh, yeah, that's where I am with that. Sorry, I was muted. Sean. I think the guy with the easiest path is Trey Lance. Um, just because his team is, is, is much better than a lot of these other teams. Um, I think Justin Fields' path is next year when they've released all this cap space and they actually try to make you know it worth his while to, to be better on offense because they didn't do anything this year other than Pringle. All right, Britt? And, um, I'll allow it. But I think Zach Wilson can definitely be a lot better than what he is. He's got the pieces in place, I think, now. You know, with... Oh, um, he sure does. He with sure Garrett, does. With <laughs> Wilson, the rookie, with... Um, uh, who's the second-year guy? 
that oh my god, I can't. I'm blanking on the name. And he has a uh, he has a, a tight his end. His mom's now. best friend. And exactly, exactly. Wow. <laughs> Try not to laugh. You know, in a good defense, I think the defense is going to get a lot better. I think he has a, a, a path to be a lot better than twenty three. I think so. he's definitely hitting that tight end. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say. Oh does man. It, does anybody does anybody remember? I'm 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 just not going to answer this before we go to final thoughts on this one, but. Does anybody remember back in like the 70s when we all grew up? Well, for the most part, 70s and 80s, there was a bad cartoon called Secret Squirrel. Yes. It was a spy with a, it was a squirrel who was a spy and he wore a trench coat. And every time he opened his trench coat, he had some sort of weapon in it. Mm-hmm. They did a parody of this for Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. And in the episode, he got charged with indecent exposure because he opened his trench coat and he's a squirrel. So he's not wearing any clothes. <laughs> and, and he got charged with indecent exposure. But during the trial, there are several moments where they say things like he exposed himself for freedom. <laughs> and the judge just goes, I'll say every time. And when Sean just now said, I can't remember exactly what he said. Oh, he has the pieces in place. <laughs> I just wanted to go, I'll say, because that's just, it's, it's too soon. It's too soon. I'm, I'm, I shouldn't be talking about that. Zach Wilson's right. the goat. So it's, you know, it's, it's, Zach Wilson. <laughs> he he certainly is pretty looking. You got so, all right. All right. Just so, so just to finish out our rankings, we have uh, Zach Wilson at uh, we had Field at twenty two, Wilson at twenty three. We put Carson Wentz at twenty four, Daniel Jones at twenty five. I want to apologize to every person who has listened to me for the last two years talk about how good Daniel Jones is going to be. I no longer believe that. I still rank him higher than all of our other contributors, but that's just me. We had Goff at 26 because he's still here. 27 is Baker Mayfield because he changed teams. Marcus Mariota is number 28. I didn't hear a word of that. So that was before he changed teams. Okay, well, I still put him there. 20 is Marcus Mariota. 29 is Jacoby Brissett. Number 30 is Davis Mills because someone has to throw a touchdown in Houston sometime. And then Mitch Trubisky is still a thing, so we have him at number 31. So really quickly, I'm just going to run down the list, complete our QB rankings from 1st to 31st. We have Josh Allen, followed by Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow at 5. We have Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Derek Carr, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson is number 10. 11 is Dak Prescott, 12 is Jalen Hurts. 13 is Tom Brady, 14 is Matt Ryan, 15 is Kirk Cousins, 16 is Trevor Lawrence, 17 is Ryan Tannehill, number 18 is Mac Jones. We have Trey Lance, followed by Tua Tagliavoa at number 20. 21 is Jameis Winston, 22 is Justin Fields, followed by Zach Wilson and Carson Wentz. Daniel Jones comes in at number 25, Jared Goff comes in at 26, Baker Mayfield, then Marcus Mariota, Jacoby Brissett, Davis Mills at 30. And because we had room on this on the spreadsheet, Mitchell Trubisky comes at number 31. That's a lot to say. It is. Believe it or not, believe it or not, we are more than out of time. Sad. Here. Sad. I want to oh. give what's that? It's sad. It is. I heard that. I just didn't hear a cinch said something. Nope, not me. Okay. I'm hearing things because I'm two beers in. 
Let's do final thoughts. Let's start with our friend Cinch. Cinch, what's your final thought as we talk about quarterbacks for the 2022 season? This season, there there's two tiers as far as I'm concerned. Either you're going to draft Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, right around there. Maybe you want to throw in Jackson and Burrow. Maybe you don't. If you don't want to go out of your way to get one of those guys early, and I would lean to saying, no, I don't want to, don't worry about it. If you end up with the the 11th, the 12th, the 13th, the 14th quarterback drafted, they are just as likely to be a top 10 as the 6 through 10 rank anywhere you go are. So you you could end up with Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers. They're all the same. So that's my final thought. Don't Don't kill yourself moving up, trying to take a, a quarterback in the second round. The fifth, sixth round will be just fine. Okay. Sean, final thoughts on the quarterback rankings. Uh, I agree with Cinch there. If you're not going to go with those top three of Allen, Herbert, Mahomes, you might want to wait a little longer unless you're, you know, a Bengals fan and rank him number two like uh, Craig over there. Duh. But, um, you know, you could wait and and get a quality guy later on. You're in a two-quarterback league. Go for your sure thing, the guy that's going to be steady, and then you can go for your guy that's going to have a higher, you know, a high ceiling, a lower floor. So, so try to go for that in your in your two quarterback leagues where, you know, you take that guy that's going to be very consistent, um, and then the guy that's going to be, you know, your surprise or you know, going to jump up a lot. Craig, final thoughts. Uh, so for me, I do agree with uh, Cinch and Sean. And a side note to Sean, we are not doing a super flex league in our home league, so stop it. Um, other thing I want to make sure. Britain, people Brit- out there, <laughs> sorry, but people out there might want to know a two quarterback uh, you're, league. You're right. You're maybe. right. But it, I know That's, it's, you're trying to be subliminal here, so I, I get what you're doing. Um, <laughs> The other thing is Britt may be planning on mentioning this, but I want to make sure we don't forget is we have to we have to update what we said last week about our fan oh, no. mail. No, no, that's my yeah. final thought. Oh, that's yours. Okay, great, great, great. Okay, so the Brill will take care of that. So, uh, yeah, for me, as I do agree with Cinch and, and Sean, if you don't get one of those top, I'm going to say top five guys, don't stress yourself out. Um, you know, you'll find a quarterback in the later rounds. And I'm glad I headed him off there because my final thought this week is I first off, thank you to everybody who contributed to this list. It's a it's a it's an it's a work of passion. We we do this because we love doing it and we love talking about it. We love sharing it with you. But my real final thought is an apology and a correction from last week's episode. Craig, what was last week? Episode number two two thirty nine. To uh yeah, where did my notes go? Damn so it. from episode numbers episode two thirty nine, episode number two thirty nine, we made mention to thank our dear friend and the cat Carl for a donation of beer. We said it was the first time a fan had reached out and donated anything to us. We got fan some, mail. Yes, <laughs> yes, we got some correction on that, and a reminder from our one of our biggest fans, Deb that she actually did send us a note and a gift after our first season. So, yeah, so hi, Deb. Um, An actual card. (laughs) And it was an actual physical card that said, thank you, guys. This was a lot of fun listening to you. 
please keep it up and, and a small donation to help us do that. I'm reminded of the episode of The Simpsons where Homer gets accused of harassing the babysitter. <laughs> and at the end of the episode, the news story that popularized that Homer was a bad man said something to the effect of, we at a current affair strive to get it right the first time. But when we don't, we offer this apology. And then it scrolled a whole list. So, Deb, <laughs> we at the Football Fignuts strive to get it right the first time. We are sorry that you were offended that we, we mistakenly took our uh, donation from Carl the Cat as our first fan donation, and we really appreciate your continued support. We would like to amend last week's statement to state that last week's donation of beer and a thank you card was our first ever fan donation from a cat. It was not our first ever fan donation, and we appreciate that. Do you know what else we appreciate here at the Football Fignuts Podcast? We appreciate all of our listeners, and we appreciate them even more if they leave us a review. Whatever podcast directory you found us on, please leave us a review. It's the best way you can help out our show. If you'd like to communicate with us, you can email us. We are the we are fignutsdfs at gmail.com. We are the Football Fignuts Podcast on Facebook, and we are also at fignutsdfs on Twitter. We love to hear from you. We love to hear your questions. We love to hear your feedback. I want to thank all our contributors for joining us. I want to remind them they've got another five weeks of this because we've got four, three more sets of rankings to get through and then roundtables. I hope you guys are all ready because we got a lot of football to talk about. Oh, I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Cinch, is re Cinch is mostly ready. I didn't hear that from Sean. What did you say? Sweet, sweet Cam. <laughs> sweet, sweet can. That's for the Simpsons episode two. So, all right. So, thank you to our contributors. Thank you to Cinch. Thank you. Thank you to Sean. Welcome. And until the next time we speak, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fignuts Podcast. Hi, Carl. <laughs>